Chapter Five, Part Three of Commentary in the Gospel of John, Book Five, by Cyril of Alexandria, translated by Reverend Philip Edward Pusey. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Thirty-five. The servant abideth not in the house for ever; the son abideth ever. Having shown that unfree and in bitter bondage is he who is subject to sin he adds profitably both what will happen to him who hath loved bondage and what again shall be their lot from god who have chosen to live after the law and have therefore been ranked among the sons of god for the bondman he says abideth not in the house for ever for indeed and verily he shall go forth into the utter darkness there to pay the penalty of his enslaved life but the son abideth ever for they who have once enjoyed the honour of adoption shall abide in the presence of god in no time thrust forth from the court of the first-born but rather passing a long and lasting season therein and you will understand accurately what is said if you bring forward and read the gospel parable wherein christ it says shall set the goats on the left the sheep on the right and that he shall send away the goats saying depart ye cursed into the everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels and shall gather the sheep to himself and receive them graciously crying out come ye blessed of my father inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world for by the goats is meant the unfruitful multitude of them who love sin by the sheep the choir of the pious laden with the fruit of righteousness as though wool therefore he who beareth the disgrace of bondage shall be thrust forth of the kingdom of heaven like some useless and basest vessel every one who loveth to live aright shall be received and shall abide therein and be ranked therefore among the sons of god and it seems likely that the lord in saying these things hints also to them that if they admit not the freedom that comes through faith they shall surely depart forth of the holy and divine court that is the church as is said by one of the prophets i will drive them out of mine house for that that which was aforespoken has reached its fulfilment the very nature of things attest for the daughter of zion was left as a tent in a vineyard as a lodge in a garden of cucumbers as it is written wholly fallen and destroyed is the temple and themselves have gone forth not abiding therein for ever and in their place hath arisen and been raised up for christ's sake the church of the gentiles and they abide in it ever who have been called to divine sonship through faith for the boast of the church will never cease nor ever fail for the souls of the righteous depart from things of earth and are safely moored at the city that is above the heavenly jerusalem the church of the first-born which is our mother according to the voice of paul but since examining into what was said about bondage and desiring every way to track out the truth we have said that abraham himself was numbered among bondmen 
and not even him did we put outside the boundary of our contemplations because of its being said more generally by christ whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin come now let us following out our own words make clear the force of what has been said the jews were thinking great and excessive things putting forward abraham as a sort of head and fount of their nobility but that it needed to seek to be freed through the grace that is from above they admitted not even in bare thought fools and blind according to the saviour's voice needs therefore does christ design to show that what is by nature bond sufficeth not for the freedom of others nor yet one whit for its own for how can that which lacks freedom as to its own nature give freedom to itself and that which borrows its own grace from another how will it suffice for the supply of another to him alone who is by nature god of god will be fit and rightly be ascribed the power of freeing clear proof therefore gives he that all must needs be and be acknowledged bond that abides not for ever that is to say to which belongs not being always the same for every thing created will surely be also subject to corruption and that which is so will be bondservant of god who called it into being for respecting the creatures it was said to him for all things are thy servants and this which is said is general and one portion of the whole is the blessed abraham or again the whole human nature but the abiding for ever gives a clear sign that the only begotten god who shines forth from god is king and lord of all for to whom will pertain the being always the same and being established in firm tenure of the everlasting good things save to him who is by nature god for in this way doth the divine psalmist too show us that the creature is bond god the word which beamed of god the father king and lord for extending the mental view from a portion to the whole of creation he says of the heavens and of him who is by nature son they shall perish but thou abidest and they all shall wax old like a garment and as a covering shalt thou change them and they shall be changed but thou art the same and thy year shall not fail seest thou how by this too exceeding well and true confessedly it is that the bond abideth not for ever but the son abideth and that the non-abiding is a proof that that is bond of which it is predicated and by analogy the other that is to say the abiding for ever will be a clear token of his being lord and god of whom such a word may be properly and truly said sufficient then were the psalmist to testify to what we say but since as it is written in the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established come let us besides him show the blessed jeremiah too thinking and saying consonantly for he showing that every thing that is made from its being corruptible is therefore bond 
and showing that the son because he abides and is unchangeable is by nature god and manifestly therefore also lord says thus to him for thou endurest for ever and we perish for ever for at every time will the originate be corruptible by reason of its having been made even though by the power of god it decay not and god will ever sit what is here called sitting indicating the stability and unchanged fixedness of his essence together with its concentration and its illustriousness in royal appearance and reality for sitting has an image of these therefore for i will go back to what i said at the beginning from his not abiding for ever he shows that the blessed abraham is corruptible and originate for he has died and passed in a way out of the lord's house that is to say this world by the same reasoning he would have us conceive of him as bond also and so not competent to bestow freedom upon others and from the son abiding ever he says that he is clearly god of god by nature whereon will surely follow the being king and lord and what is the economy from the above-mentioned distinction shall be shown in the next that in order follows thirty six if the son shall make you free ye shall be free indeed to him alone he says who is by nature son of a truth free and remote from all bondage is found to pertain the power of freeing and to none other whatever save he for as he because he is by nature wisdom and light and power makes wise the things recipient of wisdom enlightens those that lack light and strengthens those that want strength so because he is god of god and the genuine and free fruit of the essence that reigns over all he bestows freedom on whomsoever he will for no one can become truly free at his hands who has it not of nature but when the son himself wills to free any infusing his own good they are called free indeed receiving the dignity from him who hath the authority and not from any of those who have been lent it from another and been ennobled with so to say foreign graces most needful therefore is the preceding explanation and great the profit which arises from that distinction to those who are zealous to hear it more diligently for it was right to understand why it should be needful to seek for nobility towards god and to learn that the son can make us free let them then who rejoice in the dignities of the world use themselves not to be swollen with lofty conceits nor let them run down the glory and grace of the saints even though they should be little and spring of little after the flesh for not the seeming to be illustrious among men suffices to nobility before god but splendour in life and virtuous ways render a man free indeed and noble joseph was sold for a bond-slave as it is written but even so was he free all radiant in the nobility of soul 
esau was born of a free father and was really free but by the baseness of his ways he showed a slave-befitting mind noble therefore before god as we have just said are not they who have riches and are flooded with superfluity of substance and rejoice in the bright honours that are in the world but they who are radiant with holy life and an ordered conversation thirty seven i know that ye are abraham's seed but ye are seeking to kill me because my word hath no place in you having manifoldly shown them that the boast and conceit from their being of kin to abraham is utterly empty and devoid of any good he says this that they may seek the nobility that is true and dear to god for god looks not on the flesh according to what is said by our saviour christ himself the flesh profiteth nothing but rather accepts in accounts worthy of all praise nobility of soul and knows that they have true kinship whom likeness of work or sameness of manners gathering unto one virtue causes to be ennobled with equal forms of good and similarly the contrary since how are we who are of earth and compacted of clay as it is written called kin of the lord of all as paul saith for as much then as we are the offspring of god for confessedly have we been made kin to him because of the flesh that pertains to the mystery of christ but it is possible in another way also to see this truly existing for by thinking his thoughts and resolving in no cursory manner to live piously we are called sons of god who is over all and forming our own mind after his will as far as we can thus are we to likeness with him and most exact similitude truly kin but that god does take likeness and accurate similitude of works or of ways to have the force of kinship we shall surely know if we look closely into the holy words and explore the holy scripture in the times therefore of jeremiah the prophet there was a certain false prophet shemaiah the nehelamite by name belching things forth of his own heart as it is written and not out of the mouth of the lord and since there was some other great multitude of lying witnesses and false prophets going about among the people drawing them away to what was not meet god the lord of all was at last rightly indignant then after having expended many words upon shemaiah and declared more in detail what penalties he should pay for his deed of daring at last he adds and i will visit upon shemaiah and his seed who do like deeds with him hearest thou how he sees kindred in like attempts for how could he who judgeth right punish along with shemaiah his seed after the flesh not like mannered with himself as regards baseness albeit he says clearly by the prophet ezekiel the soul that sinneth it shall die in order then that one may not imagine anything of this sort respecting him having said his seed he immediately added who do like deeds with him defining kindred to be in sameness of action 
but that we may see that what is said is true of the very jews let us call to mind the words of john i mean the holy baptist for showing that rotten was their boast of kindred with abraham he says and say not within yourselves we have abraham for a father for i say unto you that god is able of these stones to raise up seed unto abraham for since it had been said unto him by god multiplying i will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven the people of the jews resting upon the promiser being surely and of necessity unlying were thinking big and expecting that in no wise could they fall from the kinship to their ancestor that the divine promise may be kept but the blessed baptist annihilating this their hope very clearly says god is able of these stones to raise up children unto abraham and with these falls in the blessed paul too thus saying for not all they of israel are these israel neither because they are the seed of abraham are they all children it being shown therefore on all sides to be true that god acknowledges kindred in manners and habits clearly vain is it to boast of holy and good ancestors and be left behind and depart far away from their virtue with reason therefore does the lord say to the jews i know that ye are abraham's seed yet do ye seek to kill me because my word hath no place in you yea he says when i look to the flesh alone and consider whence the people of the jews sprang then i see that ye are of the seed of abraham but when i look at the beauty of his conversation and disposition i see that ye are aliens and no longer kin for ye are seeking to kill me albeit your forefather of whom ye now think great things was no murderer and worst and most lawless of all on no just pretext am i persecuted by you but ye desire to kill me in utter injustice for for this reason alone did ye devise to destroy me because my word hath no place in you albeit calling you to salvation and life it hath no place in you because of the sin that indwelleth in you and which suffereth not advice and counsel for good to have any room in you murderers therefore alike and most unrighteous judges are the jews determining that they ought to award to death him who nothing wronged them but rather was engaged in doing them good and zealous to save them how then are they any longer kin to the righteous and good abraham who are so far behind the good that was in him and have strayed so far from like conduct with him as one would admit were distant and say were parted vice from virtue thirty eight i speak that which i have seen with my father do ye then do that which ye heard from the father uncontained by the jews did he say that his word was and having said that this was the only reason why they were incited against him yea rather convicting them of desiring even to kill him needs does he add these things also and why i will set forth 
he was not ignorant it appears that some of the jews would rise up and dispute his words and belching forth from their innate madness say again not for nothing as thou sayest do some desire to slay thee for reasonable causes are they stimulated thereto pious is their motion and their zeal free from all just accusal for without place in them is thy word seeing thou madest it dissonant from god thou teachest us he says another error and drawest us off from the way of the law and removest us to that which pleases thyself alone the jews then whispering these things privately or imagining them in their hearts the lord again meets them knowing the motions of their imaginations within for he is very god and therefore says i speak that which i have seen with my father i beheld close the nature of father i saw oft times of myself and in myself him who begat me and am a beholder of the will that is in him i saw by innate knowledge that is of what works he is the lover and these i speak to you i shall not be found to say aught dissonant to him nor have i appointed anything other than pleases him to that was i earnest in calling my hearers not departing from what is mine for in me are his and mine again in him but if i who am thus by nature and am in all things co-willer with god the father appear to you to be not true and am a judge to be leading you away from the divine teachings let the charge be dismissed cast away suspicion do that which he heard from the father he hath spoken to you by moses accomplished the command ye heard him say the innocent and righteous slay thou not how then are ye seeking to kill me and breaking the father's commandment but in another way again will we take the words do ye then do that which ye heard from the father he has spoken to you he says through the prophets he heard him say rejoice greatly o daughter of zion shout o daughter of jerusalem behold thy king cometh unto thee he is just and having salvation and mounted upon a colt the foal of an ass and again through the voice of isaiah o zion that bringest good tidings get thee up into the high mountain o jerusalem that bringest good tidings lift up thy voice with strength lift ye up be not afraid behold your god behold the lord cometh with strength and his arm with rule behold his reward with him and his work before him like a shepherd shall he feed his flock he shall gather the lambs with his arm and shall comfort those that are with young obeying therefore the commands of the father receive him who is foreannounced to you honour with faith him who has been forepreached give at least to the words of the father to prevail in you but we must know that he says that the law is god the father's albeit spoken by him through angels not putting himself outside of the law-giving but he yielding to the surmises of the jews 
who believed that it was so and economically does not oppose himself to their surmise for oft-times doth he shame them since they receive him not for he brings before them the father's name end of chapter five part three